Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo and I've got a super special guest joining me tonight. Mary Scully Davison was diagnosed with breast cancer and she felt the fear and she overcame. And she's here to tell us about it and how she took God at his word and how you can too. Mary Scully Davison is an author, speaker, and she's super passionate about the Lord Jesus Christ, and I just adore her. Mary, welcome to the broadcast. It's so great thank to you, have Lisa. you. Oh my goodness, thank, thank you. Thank you, Lisa. It's my honor to be here. Oh, yay. Thanks for having me. Yes, oh my goodness, what an honor, what a blessing, and just a true pleasure. So, Mary, we met a couple of years ago, and when I met you, I, I saw your passion for God. I saw how much you love God, and I knew then that you were gonna do great things for God's kingdom, I knew it. And you and your husband, Mark, her husband, Mark, is amazing. He's got a testimony of his own. And this is a couple that gives such glory to God. So I just, I love you, you know, I love you both. And I'm just so happy that you're with us. Thank you, thank so you, I'm we, so happy to be here. Yay, so we've got a lot to cover tonight. And so I kind of wanna dive right in with yes. questions, if that's okay. So. Mary, you were diagnosed with breast cancer. When was this? And what was going on in your life at the time? Were you working? You know, what were the circumstances around your life at well, the time? I was diagnosed with breast cancer December 2016. And that time okay. I was working in New York City. And I remember that day um, I was at my work and my doctor called me and she said, come in the office as soon as you can and bring someone mm. with you. Oh. And when I heard that, Lisa, I said, mm, that doesn't sound very good. Mm. So I called my husband. He came to meet me right away, and we went to the doctor's office the same day. Mm -hmm. So when we got there, she said, you are diagnosed with breast cancer. And Lisa, at that time, I was very numb. I was shaken. I did not know uh, what to do. I have no family history. You didn't expect that. It came out of nowhere. Unexpected. I was shocked. Mm. And uh, so while she, um, while I left the office, I left um, the room. She was telling me what uh, I needed to do, wow. but I really couldn't hear what she was right. saying. Right after you heard too that much information, it, it was everything kind of like yes, wah, wah. yes, that's right. Wow. So I got into the waiting area, and mm. Lisa, while I was there, there was a lady that came up to me. She was mm -hmm. a stranger. She came up to me. She must have seen how shaken I was, oh. and she said, "Can I pray for you?" And I oh, said, wow. "Yes." And she prayed for me, Lisa, and I remembered she said this, you are not going to die. You mm. will be fine. And that's all I needed to hear. Wow. I really believe she was an angel. In that, that moment, that's that what moment. you needed. So right. as soon as the doctor gave you the diagnosis, I mean, I know that it probably went right through you and it's hard to even kind of think like exactly what was going on in your mind, but... And, and then, of course, that woman comes up to you and says that. But when you left the doctor's office, what was going through your mind? Hmm. I knew I needed to get a second opinion. Well, wait, let's back up a little bit. Did the doctor... Yeah, go ahead. You said you needed... Well, yeah, I, as I said, I was shocked. The first two weeks, I really... I had fear, you know. I yeah. did not really know what to do. Yeah. Um, but I said I needed to go for a second opinion. So my in-laws, um, they found me a doc another doctor for a second opinion. Mm -hmm. Friends were giving me, um, you know, advice, yeah. Yeah. like what to eat, what not to eat. But it was 
very confusing because mm -hmm. there was so much going on. I kept praying, um, but I really was uh, a fearful, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know what? A lot of people, come on, we all know someone that has been diagnosed, you know, with cancer. And of course, you know, that it's that C word, right? Everybody has like this, well, I shouldn't say everybody, not everybody has a fear of getting it. But for you, it was very unexpected. It came out of nowhere. And then to hear this, you were just like, whoa. Yes. And then, so, well, when you were in the doctor's office that day, before you even got a second opinion, did the doctor give you, um, like, tell you what the next thing to do was? Did he make a recommendation or did he say, come back in two weeks? Or well, did you say, I want to get a second opinion? Yes. The doctor uh, quickly referred me to a um, surgeon, you know, a oh. cancer surgeon. Mm -hmm. But I said I really wanted to get a second opinion first. So I did go for a second opinion. Okay. And I remember that day when I was walking to, to go see this other doctor, mm -hmm. a friend texted me and, and, and she texted me uh, a verse from Isaiah 54, mm -hmm. 43. And you may know it. It's called, it says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. Mm. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, mm -hmm. your Savior. That gave me so much encouragement. And you read it that day, that I morning. I read it as I was going to the doctor's office. <laughs> oh, and you that were so in encouraged me. Different. Yes, I was in Penn Station. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> but That's wonderful. I, I, I do not underestimate the power of the word of the Lord to encourage you when you need that encouragement. So you said, let's back up for a second, that family and friends were trying to give you all kinds of advice. And, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, did you... Were they giving you all kinds of different things? Like was somebody saying you should have, for example, you know, what did the doctor recommend? Okay, well, the doctor kind of... recommend uh, the surgeon, uh, the surgery, of course, you know. Okay. It, it felt like I did not have much choice. But when you went to the second doctor the, for the second opinion, he also recommended surgery? So this is what happened. So I went to the second doctor and she is a, a very famous um, cancer surgeon, you mm -hmm. know, and... When I was there and I listened, it seems like I had no choice. The only choice I had was to do surgery, do chemo. That's what they recommended, surgery. Oh, surgery. they wanted you to do chemo and radiation? Yes, yes. Wow. So I, uh, I felt that I had no choice. You know, I mm -hmm. asked for other uh, alternative um, medicine, but mm -hmm. it seems that what they wanted me to do was this surgery, chemo, and radiation. Wow. Lisa, I had no peace with no chemo. Peace. I had no peace with chemo. What about radiation? Well, that would have come but, after the chemo, yes, though. You had to do one after another. Uh -huh. Then you was, just... Like, I, I felt I had no choice. So at the second doctor's um, office, uh, they did a mammogram the same day, mm -hmm. and, and you had to wait. On the same oh. day, they will give you the results. Okay. So you even after you were diagnosed with breast cancer, they did another mammogram yes. at the second surgeon's yes. office That's or right. the second doctor. Okay. That's right. But they uh, give you the results the same day, mm -hmm. but which means you have to wait. So here I am waiting at the doctor's office. And how long was it between the first uh, appointment and that second opinion? About a month. Oh, it was a whole month. Okay. Yes, about Just, a month. But okay. in that time, I prayed. I had people who believe in healing pray over me. My pastor. My past, the man who led my pastor to the Lord, he was praying over me. You were praying for me as well, and I thank you for that. Let me ask you something. When just just backing up a little bit, when you 
you know, when they said that they wanted you to do the chemo followed by the, um, the radiation, you said you didn't have peace about it. How did you respond to the doctor about it? Did you say, let me think about it? Yes. Did you? Okay. Yes. So at the <clears throat> doctor's office, when she gave me the results, mm -hmm. um, the part of uh, my breast that was um, under concern had reduced from 4 millimeter to 2.7 You're millimeter. saying when she gave you the results yes, of the mammogram, yes, it had actually shrunk? Yes, yes, Woo! in the first month. In, but, okay. but she still wanted me to do the surgery. And what she about the chemo? Everything. Okay. I had to do all three. And as I said, I didn't have peace about it. She wanted me to do it as soon as the following week. Mm. So I said, mm. I'm going to think about it. Yeah. And I needed time to pray. And I seek the Lord. And... And that's when you said that you went to your, your pastor, a, yes. a friend, another friend who um, is very much a believer. I know you came to, to me at church yes, too. And yes. so you have a lot of people praying for you. Yes, Lisa. Everyone, uh, people who, I, who believe in healing, yeah. they prayed for me that first month. And I still was shaken, but I remember I, I, I didn't have peace. So I called the doctor back um, after a couple of days because they really, okay. like, really wanted me. To... They were pushing it for yes, the following week. Yes, they wanted me to schedule. Oh boy! And I called her back and I told her over the phone. She's asking me, "When do you want to schedule this?" And I wow. said, "You know what? I am not going to schedule this um, surgery." And she says, "Why?" And I said this to her. I said, "I believe in the healing power of Jesus Christ." Woo! And Come I tell, on! I tell you the truth, Lisa. When I told her that. I was still a little bit shaken, yeah. but I believe in Jesus. I believe he can heal me. Mm -hmm. And so I hung up. I refused chemo. So you just said no. That And did she say to you, well, did you have to sign something? Did you have to agree to, you know? Yes. They, yeah. they, sent, they called me, you know, they called me a lot and they were they making did. sure that I was not going to um, uh, do the surgery, you know, mm -hmm. but um, my heart was set because I had no peace about it. Wow. So instead... What I did was I dove into the word of the Lord. So you, yeah, okay. I shut down everything um, in my life, other things. I shut down the TV. I wow. stopped watching TV. I stopped watch. I used to watch all the, um, you know, entertainment shows. Mm -hmm. and, and you'd be surprised how much um, your mind gets uh, conditioned by what you watch on TV and the advertisements and so on. So I stopped watching TV. I stopped listening to the news. This is huge. I just have to stop you one, for one second. I want to keep, let her just keep going, but I need to interject because... What you just said, Mary, is so important. What she just said, she got a diagnosis. They were pushing her to do surgery, chemo, radiation. She didn't have peace about it, so she, she said no. Now, listen, you know, she's not telling you to do that. She sought the Lord. That's right. She had people praying over her, and she made a decision that she was going to believe God That's and trust right. God. Even though you still felt fear, yes. you said she, she was still shaken. Of course, the enemy is going to keep throwing thoughts at you all the time about, you know, you know. But the second part of that, you turned off every distraction in your life. Yes. And you focused on the word of God. Yes. What does God say? Yes, Continue. I meditated on the word of the Lord. 24-7, <laughs> I shut down. I stopped watching the news mm. because I said all oh, the news, yeah. the sensationalization no. of the news, it's not going to help me. Wow. And I kept my circle of friends really, really small. 
and I just spent 24-7 with a lot. I, I listen to a good teaching on healing on YouTube. Any chance I get, I spend all my time with the Lord. And Lisa, there was one pivotal moment, like uh, mm -hmm. the moment of truth. Mm. And I was spending the time with Jesus. One night, I, I spoke to Jesus. I said, Jesus, if you, say, <laughs> if you say what you say in this word is true, mm. and I do not take your word for it, then I'm saying to you, Jesus, that what you did on the cross was not enough for me. Wow. That was my moment of truth. I, wow. I went all in. I said, if you say, I'm going to take your word for it. I'm going to take your word for it. So as I spent time in the word, the first scripture that really spoke to me, I have been in the Lord for many years, but yeah. this was something, because I was in a crisis, I yes. dove into the word. Yes. I really wanted the word to speak to me. I needed to get something out of the word. And the first scripture that really spoke to me was in Mark 11, 22 and 23. And it says, have faith in God, whosoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea mm. and does not doubt in his heart and believes those things that he says will be done. Mm. He will have whatever he says. Yes. So Lisa, I took God's word for it. He I spoke to cancer. I said, cancer, in the name of Jesus, get out. Thank you, Jesus. And I stood on mm. his word and I prayed. Um, I, I prayed um, at this, in this posture for, uh, for a good year. When you say in this posture, I'm just, you know, you, you prayed, you mean like you kept speaking to it or oh, no. you were standing? Shut everything down. Oh, they sh oh yes. Beautiful. Spent all the time in the Lord 24-7. The word says meditate on my yes. word day and night. So for and a whole year, pretty much you shut off every distraction. Listen, this is pivotal what she just said because... I'm telling you, this is God's word. This is truth. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. even I'm just saying, you know, when, when the bronze serpent was lifted up in the desert, you know, in the Old Testament, they had to look at that. They had to stay focused so that they wouldn't keep getting bitten by the snakes and they would get healed. Anyway, you may not even, you know, I don't know if you even know that story, but the whole point is her focus was on Jesus, only Jesus, only the word of God which is exactly what it needed to be. Not only that, but you took your authority. Yes, This is right. huge. That's right. This is huge. Because the word says, right, in Luke 10, 19, what does the word say? Let me it read says, it. I don't, Behold, yes. I give you authority. To, this is Jesus speaking. Mm. I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. So I took my authority in Jesus Christ, and I spoke to cancer. I said, cancer, get out in the name of Jesus. And she meant it. Yes, and I meant and it. And you meant it. And here's the thing, you know, God gave me a revelation a few months back about Luke 10, 19. And, you know, you may have heard me say this before on another broadcast, but one time I was, I was talking with the Lord and I said, you know, Lord, I know in Luke 10, 19, you know, you said, Lord Jesus, you said, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. But here was my conversation with him. I said, but sometimes things do harm us. And so help me, the Holy Spirit said, that's because you don't exercise your authority. When you don't exercise the authority he's given you, the enemy can harm you. And I was like, wow. I saw myself like this, like you were saying. So I saw myself like if this is Jesus mm. and this is me. Mm. So I saw myself in Jesus. So and when God. I'm in Jesus, 
What can, can hurt you? Right. Me. What can hurt you? Nothing can harm me. <gasps> I Jesus love is that. protecting me. I abide in him and <sighs> nothing can come near me because I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. Amen. You know, I am seeing some of the comments that someone said, no weapon formed against you will prosper. Someone else had said earlier on, you went to the secret place. Amen. Amen. You did. When you shut off all distractions and you are focused in on the word, the Lord, what does he say? Someone just posted the Luke 10, 19, right. right? You can't lose. Yes. When you have authority, that means Jesus said, whatever you speak to it, yes. whatever you speak to, you don't doubt in your heart. That's right. Right. Don't but you believe it. what you say. Yes. Boom. Stand I always say that your faith pulls like gravity. When you believe and you speak, when you believe and you speak, it's in motion. Yes. yes. It ha headed for the target. It has to happen. Yes. Faith is voice activated. Yes. You have to speak it. That's speak so good. it and believe it. Faith is voice activated. You have to speak it and believe it or believe it and speak, speak it. it. Either way, right? And then you'll receive it. That's right. Praise God. Praise God. So Mary, I know that there are viewers watching right now and people who will watch the replay mm -hmm. who may be going through the same thing or they know someone who's going through the same thing. And what would you say to them? Well, first of all, I would say believe that God loves you and yes. he wants you well. That's the first thing I would say. So good. Sickness and diseases does not come from God. Mm -mm. Now, if you believe God is punishing you or that, um, you know, he's testing you and he's punishing you because something you did 10 years ago, that is a lie. God loves you and he wants you well. That's the first thing that um, I would tell you. Maybe they need to repent mm -hmm. if they're still living, you know, in a way that maybe you haven't asked you know, the Lord or said, you know, that you were sorry or like changed right. ways. But, but just to think that God has it out for you. Mm -hmm. No, because he put everything on Jesus. Yes. It just might be that maybe, maybe some people are partnering with the enemy mm -hmm. in, you know, they don't, when you don't know the word of God, mm -hmm. it's easy for the enemy That's to right. come in, give you thoughts. You agree with him. Next thing you know, you're full blown sick and you don't know what to do that's why reading the word is so important oh it's reading everything it's right. everything you that's have right. to know it for yourself yes, right otherwise right. you're always depending on this one and that one and this one and that one and jesus is no respecter of persons mm -hmm. right? right when you take his word for it and you believe what he says yeah. god is going to heal you and that's, that's why i say if you know that god loves you that's the first thing i would tell you the other thing i would encourage you to say what you want to see so say as I what said, you want to say. Your, your faith is voice activated. Like well, during my crisis and right until now, my husband and I, we say every day, every morning I say, I am well, I'm healthy, I am blessed. Mm. I'm well, I'm healthy, I am blessed. That's beautiful. So every day confess, just make sure what you say aligns with the word of God. Yes. Yeah. And third yeah. thing I would like to say to encourage you is to stand on the promises for you. Stand on God's promises for you. Find a scripture, ask the Holy Spirit to give you a scripture that you can stand on. Mm. For me, it's Psalm 1033. And where I, it says, God heals all my diseases. God heals all my diseases. Amen. I'm going to take God's word for it. And Ephesians 616, take up your shield of faith by which you will quench every fiery dart of the enemy. Amen. Mm. Amen. Right? We, he's given us, listen, the word of God is your weapon. That's true. Right? I remember I heard someone at church say one time, um, 
um, this some a, a, a guy named John, and he said to Rusty, one of the um, what the other awesome men of God in our church, he said, "Here, Rusty, hold my weapon for a minute." <laughs> I love that, and I never forgot that. And I was like, oh, "He just said, hold my weapon, right? That's the Word true. of God, the sword of the Spirit is your weapon. That's right. Mm, but you got to know it. Yes, when the Word becomes truth in your heart." That's the weapon. If you just so have the good. Bible, but you just, you know, leave it, leave it on the table. Um, I heard Andrew Womack said one time he was at somebody's home and he had put the mark on somebody's Bible. Uh -huh. And he said, oh my goodness. But he <laughs> says there was dust on the Bible. <laughs> so the word of the Lord is not going to be effective right. if you do not eat it. You got to eat it. You, you got to feed on it. Yeah. Feed on it. Eat it. So and good. when it becomes reality in your life, that's when it works. God's word and your faith it's going to move mountains. I love what you just said. You said the word of God, when it becomes truth in your heart, right? That's when it will work as a weapon for that's you. Right, that's I right. I love that, Mary. I love it. So we know that God wants everyone to be well. We know that because Jesus already paid the price. Why is it so important not to partner with the spirit of fear? Hmm. You know, Lisa, mm. when we met, and Lisa, thank God, she prayed for me. Praise and God. she told me, Jesus. I remember what she said. She said, do not agree with the enemy. Mm. And I really did not understand it at the time. But as I studied the word of the Lord, I understand what she was saying. Fear is not from God. Mm -mm. What does the word say? Second, Second Timothy, Timothy 1.7. For God does not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Mm -hmm. So when we have fear... Fear is not from God, mm -mm. which means we are not agreeing with God. Right. We are agreeing with the enemy. And when that happens, the enemy can come in, mm -hmm. into our mind. Mm -hmm. and it, Lie. Yes. Mm. And steal. what does the enemy do? Yeah, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Exactly. So we do not want to agree with the enemy. We do not want to agree with fear. Not when you have authority, That's but if you right. don't know it. That's right. You have to use your authority. <laughs> right. And no fear does not come from God. God wants you well. And you might, listen, when you get first get that diagnosis, you know, it, it might shake you, but, but first of all, you have authority if you are a believer. So as soon as something like that, it hits you, if, if it hits you, you need to say, I don't allow this. I love Matthew 16, 19. Jesus said, whatever, I'm paraphrasing, whatever you allow will be allowed. Whatever you don't, won't. But you have to speak to it. You have to use your authority. Listen, Genesis 1, 26 uh, to 28, God gave us dominion over every creeping, crawling thing that That's moves right. on the earth. So I That's always right. think of a germ, a virus, a yes. bacteria, a cancer. <gasps> Anything yes. that lives or moves or spreads, boom, yes. squash it, squash kill it. it. <laughs> you know, when I first mm. got diagnosed, and I have to tell you this, I was afraid of snakes. <gasps> And, really? And I, I, I don't first, like snakes. I don't like snakes, right? Yeah. And at that, um, when I first diagnosed, mm. I was in the ladies' room. I was by myself. And I heard the Lord tell me this. He said, because I had fear, fear of snakes, right? Yeah. And in my mind, in, I, in my spirit, I heard the Lord tell me this. Pick up that snake and crush it with your hand. Ooh. And in my spirit, I did that. I overcame that fear. Shh, and I used so my good. left hand, my weaker hand. Mm. And in my spirit, I picked up that snake and I crushed it. With, even with your left hand? With my left hand. Because the right it. hand is the hand of authority. but With my left hand. Because my left hand, even with my weaker it hand, exactly. I am able to crush exactly. it. Because the Lord says, 
all those things are under our feet. Yes. So I had to overcome my fear by the word oh, of yes. the Lord mm. and believe what he says and crush that snake, whatever that is uh, giving you fear. So good. Overcome it with the word of the Lord. I love that, what you just said, because, right, you know, mm, every part of us, we are in Christ. We have authority. You could have used your little finger, like That's anything, right. your, your toe, right? That's right. Any part of you is has authority over the enemy. I love Mary. Powerful. <laughs> Woo! You, Isn't Jesus. this awesome? Oh, my gosh. Mary, you also contributed... Um, with your story and mm -hmm. co-authored a book yes. called Birthing Today's Scribes. Yes. If you can see this, Birthing Today's Scribes, maybe someone can just type that in the um, comments. And it's available on Amazon, Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And what is the book about, Mary? I had a chance to uh, co-author that book. Mm -hmm. And uh, in it is stories of uh, new authors, the powerful stories of their testimonies and their how God is uh, helping them in their lives. So I shared my testimony. And you can find it on Amazon, as you said. So there's Cohort stories two. of hope. Yes, hope and healing and so how good. God is mm. helping people. And they're all by new authors. And, um, right. and it's a wonderful uh testimony and i'm going to start writing another book to elaborate more on god's healing power because it's so good so good well mary in addition to being an author you're also a very powerful speaker i'm telling you i could listen to this woman all day long i just i adore you i'm telling you i love her fire her passion and when she speaks i just can't help smiling and <laughs> i know god is just so pleased with you but you know so mary is also a speaker how can people contact you mary. you can find me on facebook i have a facebook page so it's mary scully d let me repeat that and i'll even spell it it's facebook.com maybe someone could write it in the comments it's mary m-a-r-y scully s-c-u-l-l-y and the letter d capital d mary scully d so facebook.com mary scully d d is for my husband he's he's davidson yeah. the, the kids he's a high school school teacher and the kids call him mr d Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and her husband is a powerhouse in the Lord, too. One day, we'll have to have him on as well. Maybe we'll have you both on one day. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Mark, amazing, amazing man of God. So, Mary, we only have a couple minutes left, but um, I'm going to ask you to pray for our viewers. But even before Mary does that, I want to give you a chance to make Jesus the Lord of your life. If you never have, just pray this prayer with me. Mean it with your heart. God knows if you mean it, you can't lie to him. He knows the heart. And then I'm going to ask Mary to pray. So just if you want Jesus right now, if you've never received him, if you're born again already and Jesus is your Lord, the Bible calls you a saint. But just repeat after me. Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent for my sins and I ask you to come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. I know that God the Father raised you on the third day you're alive now and you live forever. Teach me your ways. Help me to be on fire for you, Lord Jesus. Be my Lord and Savior. In your precious name I pray. Amen. Woo! Amen. Now I'd say welcome to the family of God. Get in Amen. the word because that's the only way transformation can take place from the inside out. You got to get your mind aligned with your spirit. Amen. So Mary, would you pray for healing for our viewers? Sure. Uh, before I pray, I just want to say this. I just want to say that you can be healed. Yes. 
many times we think, oh, sure, God can heal. He can heal that minister. He can heal someone else, but he cannot heal me. Look at what I've done. Look at my sin. Look at what I've done. Your healing is not based on what you do or what you don't do. Your healing is based on the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. So, Father Lord, I just thank you, Father. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you, Jesus, that you died on the cross. And therefore, we are allowed to come into your kingdom, Father. Father Lord, I pray a blessing on everyone that can hear my voice, Father. I command that spirit of infirmity in your body to get out in Jesus' name. I speak against cancer. I speak against arthritis. Any pain in your joints, in the name of Jesus, get out. Hallelujah. I pray a blessing. I pray joy. I pray the Lord Jesus bless you and keep you. Amen. Amen and amen. Woo! That was powerful. I tell you, this woman is a powerhouse for Jesus. And you know something? Again, God doesn't play favorites. Jesus already paid the price for you to be healed. Take your healing. Use your authority. Give glory to God. And be sure to share this broadcast on your social media or you know, with your family, with your friends, because we all know someone who has been affected by cancer in particular. And there is hope, there is a way out. Mary, you took God at his word, and that's what you need to do too. And so, you know, we just love you and bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you for watching The Victorious Life. I'll see you next time, and we're just going to say good night. So God bless you. Thank you. Good night, good everyone. Night.